Spurs Raptors tonight. Let's look ahead at what is the latest on the Primo situation. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a good day. Hey, it's game day. Finally, it's been a couple days since Spurs have been on uh, the court hooping, but Spurs Raptors tonight. We're going to look at that game, break it down a little bit, and also ask the big question, can this Spurs team continue their winning ways? Yesterday's Lockdown Spurs, we talked about why are they winning. Now the question is, can they continue winning? And then we're going to catch you up on the latest Spurs news and notes, namely the Josh Primo situation. Who is joining me today? Uh, I, I didn't know where to begin. I, I got the, the entire crew of the Sweep the League podcast here. Welcome back to Rudy Campos and making his debut right here on Lockdown Spurs, Derek Gervin. Gentlemen, welcome back. Rudy, you just brought the whole crew. I'm expecting the next show you're going to bring in the producer, telephone operator, <laughs> everybody, right? Yeah, we're, we're slowly but surely bringing the entire Sweep the League crew. But you know what? Since I've become semi, very semi-famous, I had to bring my bodyguard this time, Jeff, on Lockdown Spurs because uh, I don't want to yeah. be signing too many autographs like you've been saying. Hey, Derek, uh, again, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Um, appreciate you taking time. Uh, Derek, do you have any social media, like on, on uh, Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? I'm on I'm on Instagram, just but just Derek Gervin. You can find me on Instagram. Yeah, a lot of the kids uh, reach out to me on Instagram. D. Gervin, you see, you'll see me on there, D. Gervin Instagram. Right there. I had to get that out of the way. Because... I don't do anything difficult, Jeff, so I just make my little <laughs> tag nice and simple. All right. Well, he told you how to follow him on Instagram. You can follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League. They're going to be bragging about their show later on on this show, Lockdown Spurs. And I'm pretty sure Derek's going to be the one saying that he carries the entire show. Is that right, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Without Derek, there is no Sweep the League. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, gentlemen, let's dive into it. And Rudy, let's 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 let Derek have the uh, first take on this. Yeah. Uh, Derek, Spurs Raptors tonight. Um, uh, let's catch up on some latest news regarding just the team uh, right now. Although the, as of this recording, the Spurs did not say anything official, but all reports indicate that Blake Wesley will be out six to eight weeks with an MCL tear. He'll likely be down. We don't know. We don't have the injury report right now, but Derek, this team has shown that they can weather the injury bug and get W's, can't they? Well, I have to say, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised. The guys, as you know, they don't have, like, marquee names on the roster. But uh, I've told several people that you can never count the Spurs out because they're going to compete for 48 minutes, and that's every Mm -hmm. night. And to see these guys come out, uh, I know they have some guys out with Blake. Uh, I hope he gets better. Mm I know so Sean, I believe his name he said. So Sean was mm-hmm. out with an illness. Yeah. Uh, right. and then you got all these guys that stepped up. Uh, Diop, Langford, McDermott, Collins, Trey Jones. So when you get uh, contributions from guys like that, it keeps you in the game. And they're going to need that because the Raptors mm-hmm. uh, played quite well uh, last night against the Hawks. They beat them by 30 points. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, 13 steals to one. 
they only turned the ball over six times, and they had nine blocks, uh, which means they're playing very active. The guys are moving mm-hmm. around the court. So we got a good uh, competition, but I'm saying go Spurs. Yeah, uh, Rudy, you look at tonight's game, and uh, you know all you know. Again, we're making everybody know that this is recorded before the Raptors game, but it looks like the the point guard spot could be a little thin right now. We know the Primo situation; he's gone. Yeah, Blake Wesley, you know, out of commission. A lot of Trey Jones, and well, Malachi Branham. He's going to have to step up, isn't he? Yeah, Malachi is going to step up a little bit more with uh, obviously with Primo gone, Wesley on the uh, now being injured out six to eight weeks possibly, you know. But you still got Trey Jones, your starting point guard. But what Spurs fans need to really see lately in games that mm-hmm. we've been watching is we've seen the point forward come through. Keldon Johnson's been actually handling the ball a lot more, bringing mm-hmm. the ball up the court. So we may actually see him spell, uh, you know, Trey Jones in certain areas, giving him a break. Brings back the days of, you know, like a Boris Diaw bringing up the ball, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I would expect Keldon to take a little bit more, especially Devin. You know, if Devin does play and he does come back, you could see him bringing up the ball. But right now, with the situation with Blake Wesley, that's tough. And obviously with Primo going on, I still think they'll be okay. They've got enough ball handlers to uh, to spell the storm. The Raptors come into tonight's contest four and three. They are one and two away from their gym while the Spurs come into tonight's contest eight. Five and two. Who would have thought that uh, to start the season? They are two and one at home. Derek, are, are you a little surprised at the hot start for this young team? So I'm not. I won't. I, the reason I won't say I'm surprised is because uh, early in the season, you have a lot of these veteran teams that are still uh, trying to figure out their rosters. And that's not mm-hmm. to take this like the Spurs, but some of these teams are still in flux, as they call it. Uh, if you look at the Lakers, they're still trying to see what fits them the best. Uh, teams like the mm-hmm. Nets. So, as you know, the Spurs are going to compete. So, early in the season, uh, they're going to catch some teams off guard. What I'm hoping, Jeff, is that we can sustain this over the course of the year. Um, I know it's going to be difficult because we don't have that marquee player, but we have guys like Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell as your leaders. Mm-hmm. And you have veterans like Doug McDermott that can come in, uh, guys like Zach Collins. It gives you an opportunity to continue to peak, compete. And in this game, you know, all you want to do is compete, and that always gives you an opportunity to win. Rudy, how I mean, how much, if, if the team does come in depleted, you know, again, as of right now, we don't know the injury reserves, but this team has been without Devin Vassell. We know the Blake West situation, et cetera, et cetera. I, are you a little worried that there might be a lot of heavy usage minutes for Keldon Johnson as the season moves on? I believe so. I mean, right now you've, you're going to probably end up using Keldon early in the season. Probably you're probably going to make his minutes just go sky high with the, the injury bug kind of hitting the spurs. And also with Sohan being ill, we don't know if he's going to be available for that game as well. Uh, you're going to see a lot of these guys get major minutes. Uh, don't be surprised if maybe you see uh, Dougie come into the starting five. Right, uh, yeah. At least a game or two right here. This could be a possible spell where he gets some minutes in the starting rotation. Uh, you're going to see other guys. But the biggest guy that I think really needs to step up, and it surprised me that they kept him, was Romeo Lankford. He's got some point guard um, abilities from back in uh, high school and college days. So I think you might even see Romeo get – a major uptick in minutes, but the big Doug McDermott thing that I feel is him going to probably end up being a starting five, probably for a game or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that happens. And, and talk about a hot start for him. You know, we look at 
Keldon, great start. Devin, great style. Jakob, I, I think, has been really good. But Doug McDermott, uh, Rudy, I, I'm assuming you like it because maybe trade up value, you know, his skyrocketing a little bit too if the Spurs want to go that direction. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to really raise his value come trade deadline if he's one guy that a lot of teams are wanting. I mean, the league needs shooting. They, they want shooters, and it's a shooter's league, so definitely Doug McDermott will be – an asset. I'm glad we're getting the uh, the Creighton Doug McDermott now because he was yeah. a bad boy in the scoring department. Yeah, there was a reason why he was called Dougie McBuckets in college and NC NBA. Uh, Derek, I, I look at this Raptors team, and uh, you know, four and three. Okay, fine. It's it's still early in the season, seven games in. Uh, but you mentioned their recent win, uh, solid win. Is this a team that is? you expect to put up a good fight against the Spurs? Cause I think teams are starting to look at the Spurs young Spurs. team and maybe don't have the mentality of just rolling the ball out and beating them because they're just a bunch of kids. Do you feel that maybe teams like Toronto starting tonight are going to have to take this young Spurs team a little seriously? Toronto in a lot of ways reminds me of the Spurs, uh, the organization. They're, mm-hmm. they're another team that's uh, very business-like. Uh, they have a very good uh, guys in the management. They come out and they play hard and they compete every night. But I don't think people are going to keep overlooking the Spurs uh, anyway. Uh, a lot of guys are familiar with Keldon Johnson, but they're yeah. going to start getting familiar with these guys. Uh, you had Romeo Langford, I believe, played 34 minutes the last game. Mm-hmm. And me being a guy that wasn't like my brother, um, I didn't come in with the silver spoon, so to say. <laughs> so yeah. so, so I, I had to work my way in. And to see these guys come in, um, I'm sorry. I'm so sad about uh, Wesley, man. I'm, I'm yeah, that, that one hurts. I, yeah. I, well, I told Rudy about him. I think he's a player. But, um, yeah. of course, the, the Raptors are going to compete. But on the good side, we know that the Spurs are going to compete. And that's something Pop has established. And that's why I think he's one of the greatest coaches. And that still, sadly, is overlooked. Yeah. Uh, you look at the Raptors, and despite them being 4-3, and three, just a game above 500, Rudy, 24th in scoring at 109.7. They're not the best rebounding team. 23rd overall in the league, 42.7. Assists, well, we know the Spurs are tops in the NBA, 31.1. But the Raptors come in 19th. 23.9 assists per game. But so you're wondering like how this Raptors team staying in games, Rudy. Opponent points per game, their defense. That's where it is. They are the fourth best team in holding opponents, uh, scoring-wise, to about 106.6. So that Raptors defense might be an issue for the Spurs tonight, huh? Yeah, and you know, let's not overlook on the Raptors side. You've got two players, Pascal Siakam, Oji Ananobi. Those two guys are Tremendous two-way players, and they're really mm-hmm. good on the defensive side. Fred Van Fleet is also a very scrappy point guard. So it doesn't yep. surprise me that you see these defensive numbers from the Toronto Raptors, and that's what gives a lot of teams their issues. Yeah, they may not be scoring a lot of points. You may see a lot of flaws in any, on the other part. But you know what? At the end of the day, you still got to score points. And if you can't score on a team, chances are you're not going to win. Yeah, well, you know, with the Spurs uh, down a player, at least you – know, unofficially with Blake Wesley. Derek, maybe you can suit up. Maybe you can go out there and be the be the backup point guard to Trey. Are you down? Hey, Jeff, can I say this? Cool. I wanted to, because I'm, uh, Devin Vassell, I yeah. talked about him a lot um, because to me, and I want, I don't want to take over your show, but I kind of, at this point, do you think the Spurs have figured out or is it something they need to figure out? Who's the man there? Is it 
Sheldon, or is it Devin Vassell, or is it something of duty that they should share, similar to like a Paul George and a Kevin right. and a Kawhi Leonard type thing? I am glad you brought that up. That's a great way to take care of first break. When we get back, we're going to answer Derek's question. Keldon or Vassell, give our prediction about tonight's game and then ask the big question, can this Spurs team continue their winning ways? And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And I want to talk to you about betonline.net. It's your number one source for your betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, in-depth analysis on every single game. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games, events, got MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and more. Head to the website today. You got yourself a mobile device. Go learn more. Go check out the latest lines. Uh, for your silver and black, where do they stand as far as the division? Has their win totals changed since they come out hot to start the new season? Bet online. It's where the game starts. We're back right here uh, on Lockdown Spurs with the entire crew, practically, of Sweep the League. Rudy Campos, Derek Gervin, they're here joining me to preview tonight's Spurs-Raptors game and ask question, can the Spurs continue winning? Now, before the break, Derek decided to take over the show. Good job, Derek. <laughs> and um, let's go and answer that question. I think I think I would go Vassell. I think it, it, that that would be the uh, guy that I would give the ball to in, in situations. Not to take anything away from Keldon. I just think Devin just a, just a little bit more. If you need a defensive stop, he'll get it for you. You need a um, uh, a mid-ranger, he'll get it for you. You need a bucket, he'll get it for you. The only way I think perhaps you give Keldon, if you're going to go on that you know, side, the slight edge is maybe his three-point shot is a little bit more on target than Devin but yeah I mean I, I think I like Devin I think I think he has there's something there I, I think as the season moves on I would not be shocked if it swings that way but Rudy let's go ahead and put you on the spot right now Uh-oh. Spurs Raptors how does it end you know I, everything points to I say the San Antonio Spurs winning this game over the Raptors it's not going to be easy I think it's going to be a pretty close game I, I do take the Spurs to win over the Raptors, uh, just mm-hmm. a little bit too much on the offensive side. And what it always has been for me in the last Spurs games is like we've talked about, it's been the ball movement. If you continue to have that ball movement, you'll be able mm-hmm. to put the you'll be able to put the uh, the Raptors defense on skates, basically just trying to catch mm-hmm. up everywhere. So give me the Spurs to win over the Raptors. Derek, who do you got? I'm going San Antonio Spurs to win it. I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, but I'm taking right. the Spurs tonight. I'm with you guys. I think the Spurs get the W. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think it might be a dirty kind of fight on the court. If the Spurs are down players, uh, you know, and this, the Raptors defense is going to muck it up. I really, I'm interested in seeing, Derek, how this Spurs team, young Spurs team, reacts to a defensive team like the Raptors. I mean, they really put the clamps on you. You know, is that going to get in their heads? Are they going to get frustrated? Are they going to pick up fouls right away and they get into their head and start mouthing off of the refs, whatnot? So really like to see how they react to that. But, Derek, the big question is, can this Spurs team continue winning? Now, in yesterday's lockdown Spurs, we asked why they're winning. We looked at some numbers. But can they do that? What does the eye test tell you, Derek? 
my eye test tells me, and I have to be honest, I mean, I love the Spurs. Of course, I've been here for 40 years in San Antonio now. So I've watched them. I got to say that it's going to be hard as the season continues to roll along because once you go around the league one time and all these teams are become more familiar with you and they do their scouting report, uh, things start to ratchet up. Um, Mm -hmm. These teams are fighting for the – no team wants to get uh, far behind with this new format that they have with the play-in games. So I think it's going to be rough. Uh, We don't have that one go-to superstar. We have a lot of guys that play well and bring their Mm -hmm. lunch pail every night. But Mm -hmm. uh, in the NBA, you usually got to have that one or two superstars. And I think we're going to continue to compete. But I think it's going to be a hard season as as the season continues to roll on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm right. I'm right there with you. But Rudy, what do you think? Can this team continue their winning ways? They're going to continue their winning ways for a little while. I mean, they're, they've got to get to the 22-23 win mark that I've said. So that means they've got to win some games. But it's like in football when you've got a hot rookie quarterback that comes in. The defensive coordinators need a whole year to figure out a way to stop them. And they end up actually doing that after the year. But in the basketball sense, like Derek said, once you go around the league one time, you know, the coaches are smart enough to know exactly how to defend your offense, how to make adjustments and stuff. So it, it's going to be fun while it lasted. I I said it was going to be a long season. We've got the great part of the season start off being at 5-2. and two, But, again, once the once it talent just starts to rise to the top, it, mm-hmm. it's going to show. And like Derek did mention, you know, we don't have that one go-to guy right now. We're in a league where you need superstars. You need to have some legit superstars to be at the top. So I say, you know, I'm saying the same thing. Just enjoy the ride for right now. Take the season mm-hmm. for what it's worth. I still got him. I, I upped them to 24 wins now, Jeff. So I gave him one more, oh. more wins. Okay. All right. Uh, once again, we are here on Lockdown Spurs with the crew of Sweep the League. He is Rudy Campos and Derek Gervin. Derek, I got to ask you, you, you know, we, we get it. Maybe things are going to start evening out as the season goes on. You've seen it before. Rudy, you've seen it as well. You know, NBA teams that usually you're not supposed to be hot, start off hot, and then they kind of cool. Derek, we saw this last year with the Spurs. Remember they went to Milwaukee and beat them? They went to yeah. on the L.A. trip, and they beat the Clippers. They beat the Lakers. They were just looking like, whoa, gangbusters. And then <laughs> reality came smacking them in the face, and then one of that, that wild losing uh, streak. Uh, do, do you have any any silver lining that perhaps maybe this team can continue to shock Will it be just the play of Keldon? Will it have to be Keldon and Vassell? What do you think it'll take for the Spurs to continue to keep on winning? Well, for one thing, they have to, um, you know, there was some speculation about whether Pirtle would be moved or not this year. Yeah. Um, That's one thing they need to eliminate. Uh, They need to just continue to focus on getting better one day at a time. Uh, Getting healthy Mm -hmm. is part of that formula, of course. And guys just continue to contribute. Uh, Basically, when you don't have a bunch of superstars, you have to come outside of yourself. And every night you've got to be ready to contribute. Jeff, if you remember the Toronto Raptors a few years ago when they won the championship, Mm -hmm. they they said it was Kawhi and a bunch of other guys. Right. And and then all of a sudden now you know who Siakam and Ananobi and all those guys are. So the Spurs have a chance now to uh, these guys, the players individually, to establish their own identities. And mm-hmm. I think if these guys continue to buy in and continue to trust the system, that's how you win games. That's how you surprise teams. And I think if any team is capable of doing that, I would say it was the Spurs. 
Rudy, it feels like they this 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 young Spurs team has the recipe at least to maintain it a little longer uh, than expected. We know the assist numbers; they lead the league in that department. Popovich recently said this team doesn't need to be coached as far as competitive. He said they got the juice. He said they get it; they have that competitive spirit. You got sharing of the ball, Rudy. You got the competitive spirit. You got the fact they want to run. They they just want to run up and down, and that's good. They got youth on their side. You, is it possible that this team perhaps can extend their winning way just a little more than what is projected? Yeah, I, you know, the thing the thing that a lot of people have to realize as well is, you know what, they can go well above 30 wins, 35 wins. I mean, it, it is possible. Right. And the best way to do it is the current situation that they're in. There is no superstar, which makes them a very, very tough opponent uh, for other teams, because if you keep the ball movement the way it's going, you don't need a legitimate superstar. Anyone can knock down an open shot. And you know what? An open shot is way better than one that's contested. Everybody knows that in the game of basketball. Yeah. Ball movement is the key. If they keep the ball movement the same way they're going, averaging 31 assists a game, leading the league in that department, you're going to tire some teams out on the on, while you're on offense. You have the yeah. running gun style. I mean, you've got the players to do it. It's just a matter of – sustaining that over an 82 game season i think it's possible they can continue on but again you know you have to worry about that one word and that's injuries too so we have to see what happens yeah. uh, Rudy, dare i say the beautiful game version 2.0 is that the way they're gonna have to do it said it once before i'll say it again yeah i agree with that's that's the way to do it yeah they're gonna have to really just rely on one another you're seeing that derek right now the team really leaning on each other. Keldon Johnson saying that he's not the head of the snake. He said, he said recently that everybody is, that everybody's going to have their time to shine. And I think that's how they're going to have to win if that's the goal. But Derek, how do you think Team Tank is right now? You think they're hurting? Team Tank? Yes, sir. Ones that want the team to lose to go for <laughs> Wimbayana, that number one pick. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be honest, because I hear people say that the Spurs don't tank. I mean, that's not the history of this organization. Um, and I'm going to say this as a personally as a player, former player. If anyone's going to think about tanking, it would be the management. Upper, It would never be the players. Mm-hmm. Players play yeah. because they're trying to build uh, their own future, and you're always trying to play for that next contract. So that would be something that they would have to talk to other people about in the upper management. I know Pop is not worried about tanking. And I know the yeah. players aren't. And they just – I yeah. don't see that in them. Uh, they'll continue to compete all season, and they'll probably win more than uh, uh, more games than Rudy and I are probably giving them credit for. That's just the history of the Spurs. Absolutely. When we get back, uh, we're going to continue just a little bit more on this chat. Can the Spurs continue their winning ways? And then you get into some Spurs news and notes, uh, specifically the latest on the Primo situation. Right here with – Sweep the league's very own Rudy Campos and Derek Gervin. And yeah, we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with, with the, the host of Sweep the League, the, the maintenance crew, the HVAC guy, their secretary, the, everybody from Sweep the League is here. He is Derek Gervin. He is Rudy Campos. And they're going to be bragging about their show in just a few minutes. Just a little bit more, guys. On the question, can this Spurs uh, team win? And I'll start off with you, Derek. You see the numbers. They're sharing the ball, the over 30 assists per game. You see that energy. You see that hustle. 
early on you're seeing signs of a very tight-knit collective group. You're a former player. How powerful is that for a team like the Spurs to come out and get these shocking wins? Do you think that is a, that can overcome talent? The one thing I, that, I, that I have problems about um, comes that second half of the season when you're fatigued. And sometimes yeah. you basically don't know what city you're in. And that's sometimes when some of those teams crumble. Uh, a lot of these young guys aren't familiar with the traveling of the NBA, and they're still getting their feet wet, so to say. And then you see that's when, when you're tired, you need a guy like a Kevin Durant, a mm-hmm. Jason Tatum-type guy. And they don't have that. Uh, maybe Keldon can uh, keep ascending like he did last year, finish like he did mm-hmm. last year. If he can do that and Vassell comes back and plays like I continue to expect him to play, then that doesn't mean the Spurs will be one of those overachievers. So, yes, mm-hmm. they could sustain it if they continue to play. Uh, everyone buys in, and those mm-hmm. two guys go almost, I'll say, not to all-star level, but close to it. If we get Vassell and Keldon to ca- carry this team, I think, yes, we can exceed all expectations. Uh, Rudy, you, you said you moved up your win total line to 24 now. You got it out there? Yeah, I mean, they've actually won – Three more games than I gave him credit for at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season at the first 20. So I definitely gave him a couple more wins, 24 wins. You know, it's again, again you know, I my biggest take was I've got to see them after game 15. After that 15th game, I'll have a better understanding of the team. But right now they're looking good. But yeah, I gave him a couple more wins. Derek, what do you give him? I, I, what, do you, what is your win total projection for this young squad? Well, at the beginning of the season, I told Rudy, I gave them 25 games. But right now, I, I think they're going to win a few more than that. I'm going to move nice. it up to 30 already because I, I think they're going to continue to compete. And this is for uh, DeJounte Murray. They also have a chip on their shoulders to play for that as well. So yeah. uh, Primo's situation is sad. I'm sure you will get to that. But I think they're going to continue to play hard. I'm going to move it up to 30. And which I think is great because they're going to fight. They're going to play hard every night. Yes, well, it's like I told Rudy uh, on a previous Lockdown Spurs, Derek, that isn't one of the checklists to do things player development this season. I mean, that that was on deck. So I yeah. think they may be ahead of schedule in that department. So it looks like the Spurs are at least checking that box off in their to-do list uh, with player development. Rudy, what do you think? Derek just said 30. How do you feel about that? I would never argue with Derek on that. I mean, you know what? I, like I said, if they can continue the ball movement and keep teams guessing, you know, and not, you know, not relying on just one person and doing it as a team, 30 is, 30 is possible. I don't – for me, I just think, like I said, the talent always outweighs everything. And eventually it's that second half of the season where, mm-hmm. like Derek said, you get tired, fatigue kicks in who's going to step up, who's going to be that next guy to just dig deeper and continue to just give the Spurs, you know, uh, the confidence and stuff they need to continue to win. Absolutely. Once again, we are here with Sweep the League's very own Rudy Campos and Derek Gervin. And make sure to follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League. And Derek, what is your uh, Instagram again? Uh, Derek Gervin. All right. Instagram Instagram is Derek Gervin. D-E-R-R-I-C-K-G-E-R-V-I-N. Simple enough. Make sure to give them a follow. All right, gentlemen, let's go to uh, some Spurs news and notes. We'll start off with something light. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Keldon Johnson. He got nominated for week two NBA Western Conference Player of the Week. 
a good sign. He didn't win it. That went to Shea Gildish, Alexander, the Thunder. But it does show that he, Keldon is getting recognized. He's getting, you know, noticed for his incredible start to the season. So, uh, Rudy, th- that's got to be a good feeling for the Spurs and Keldon. Oh, yeah. We're, we're watching the development of Keldon. You know, he's obviously taking his game to a whole new level. But big shout out for Keldon. That's a very good feeling. It makes you feel like everything that you've been working hard for is actually paying off now. In other Spurs news, the Austin Spurs released their national TV broadcast. Derek, they're they're on national TV more than the the big boys, the San Antonio Spurs. They're on ESPN Plus. They'll be on NBA TV. They have 13 games on a national schedule, including one game at the AT&T in San Antonio. It, it's a good thing to go check out the Austin Spurs, Derek, to just see who could possibly be future Spurs, huh? Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I hope a lot of people are fam- fam- familiar with this league. Uh, it gives a lot of these young guys an opportunity to be seen. Um, it gives the guys a chance to, wow, just create some memories. So I think it's a great league. Uh, you, they work hard, very hard, and you, you learn how to be a pro. And what I mean by that is you learn off the court, you still have to learn the things that you do because you have a lot of idle time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a learning process for these young guys, and it gives them a chance to mature. So I'm always glad for that when guys, these young guys can start making money. I, I support it 100%. Absolutely. Again, uh, you can check all that out at kins5.com slash spurs right now. All right, let's let's get into, uh, I guess, the, the, the big news that's, well, I guess the cloud that's going to hang over the Spurs season until this thing gets resolved. That is the uh, Josh Primo situation. The latest is that the attorney, Tony Busby, uh, made a press release recently to announce that tomorrow there will be a press conference uh, regarding the allegations towards Josh Primo and his client, the uh, former Spurs employee, will be there to uh, talk about the situation as well as take questions. Uh, Rudy, I'll start with you. Uh, this this Tomorrow's conference could be huge, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, the news was big as as it was, as you can tell by social media and everything coming out. And as hushed as the Spurs were when it actually happened, it's going to be even bigger uh, tomorrow when they do have the press conference. I'm kind of eager to see what's going to be said and what actually went down um, this kind of brand-new territory when it comes to the San Antonio Spurs. So, I, I mean, it's just going to be a big press conference. They're all eyes from San Antonio and all eyes around you know, the country and the world probably are going to be looking at this because of, A, the San Antonio Spurs and because of Josh Primo and especially what went mm-hmm. on with Deshaun Watson. It, yeah. It's going to be a tough situation. Absolutely. Derek, I was trying to think of, you know, situations like this in Spurs history. And the only other one I could think of is the Alvin Robertson situation. I think that's it. And people say, well, the Spurs went through uh, Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard. Well, at least Kawhi Leonard, I mean – it was not for off the court. I mean, sure, you know, it hurt the Spurs, but at least that was playing where you're going to play and contract, whatever. This is bigger. And so, yeah, I mean, I think the last time something close to this was the Alvin Robertson thing. But even at that, um, how do you just, I, I guess in, in a, in a season, Derek, where it's supposed to be fertile ground, rebuilding, fresh faces. You hate to see this happen to a young kid. Wow. 
I, I talked to George a couple of uh, nights ago about this. Uh, he he didn't even know about it at first. Uh, if you remember, mm-hmm. first they were talking about he might have been involved, something to do with a murder. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. yeah, there were all kind of rumors all over the place. Uh, this breaks my heart because, once again, I told Rudy uh, when they drafted Primo, I was already excited. And, I, you know, I saw the young man have an opportunity to come in and be a very, very serviceable NBA player, a good player. And for this to happen uh, to a 19-year-old kid, uh, you know, I can't blame anyone but him for putting himself in this situation. And the problem I have with it is it's not the first time, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. This is something that's uh, been going on. So I'm hoping whatever happened, they get to the bottom of it. Uh, I'm hoping they get Primo the help that he needs. I would hate to see a young man at 13, at 19 years old have his career ended uh, over something like this. But this is a major deal when you are out there doing the things he was supposed to have been doing, exposing themselves to women. So you mm-hmm. also have to think of those women and their families and look at both sides. But I'm hoping somehow they can come to some kind of resolution uh, for the mm-hmm. young man. But, yeah, it's a very sad situation. Yeah, you know, if this thing does, you know, continue on and – if Busby does officially file a lawsuit. That lawsuit becomes public, Rudy, and uh, it may give us a, a glimpse into, you know, behind the curtain at the Spurs. You know, I think the big question right now is, you know, how long did the Spurs know? Did they know? Were there attempts to stop you know, Primo's behavior? And if they did know, then why did they trot him out as close to kind of a face of the franchise? I mean, it was close. I mean, I, I, they didn't the whole self partnership uh, primo thing. I mean, I never, I mean, Kelda's never gotten that treatment. <laughs> he hasn't, uh, you know, Devin doesn't get that treatment. I don't know. Devin's even involved in any type of promotion. So for the Spurs to really put primo close to front and center, that's big. And I think that's what everybody's probably going to be looking at now. That's the next big storyline of this issue is did the Spurs know Rudy? Yeah, it's you know it, it's such a hard thing to go for, but yeah, being that Primo was being you know on the self advertisements and they kind of put him front and center. And then I mean, he's everywhere in San Antonio and in, in, in billboards. I mean, you can't yeah, miss him. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's kind of the tough part because something like this, I I get it. If it happened the first time, it's probably you know if this was the first time, it's getting way more coverage than a first time ever should in my opinion i mean so it does like i kind of mentioned before it kind of does seem like there's more of the story may have happened before Mm -hmm. but we really won't know till the press conference tomorrow and it's just it's tough man because if i did you know talking to you i've talked to you before about it if 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 they have known about it this was more than one time and it's happened on many occasions you could see the franchise start to kind of go upside down a little bit here. You might see some people actually be gone from the franchise. Yeah, Derek, I, my, my, I think my biggest fear right now is if this does continue and there's more investigations and whatnot or whatever the young lady and you know, the attorney says tomorrow. My big fear, Derek, is this thing turns into kind of a very similar to what the Dallas Mavericks went through a few years ago, what the Phoenix Suns are going through right now that type of culture because i think i i i think that it would be a oh heavy if something comes out like allegations like that derek 
Right now, uh, for me as a former player, it's been kind of sad lately, Jeff. Uh, you got situations like Miles Bridges going on. Yep. Uh, assaulting his wife. Uh, you got Eric Bledsoe last week, uh, you know, DWI. Uh, mm -hmm. Just things are continuing to, to steamroll, man. And I, I don't like seeing that. You know, we got to get some better um, leaders out there, that people that aren't afraid to speak up. Like to a young man like Primo, there are too many people out there about the dollar, and not mm -hmm. enough people that sincerely care about these young men. Uh, this is a tough job. This is a tough business, and you have a lot of free time and you have a lot of money. So you know, I feel for these young men, but you know, when you go into this sport, the first thing they talk about today is you how you have to conduct yourself. Um, as you see, it hasn't worked. Kyrie has had problems everywhere he's went. Uh, mm -hmm. Patrick Beverly's been moved around. Uh, Draymond's name has been in the paper. So we got to start cleaning this stuff up. Uh, I hope they at some they come to some kind of a meeting in the middle. I don't want Primo's career to be over. But then again, I don't know how severe this is. So we just have to yeah. you know sit back and see how what happens. Yeah, he, uh, Primo is a free agent. They'll be able. Any team can claim him. Twenty nine other teams can claim him if they want to. And that money will be off the books for the Spurs. But I think teams are going to kind of wait to see uh, what the end result is. But, yeah, that is the latest on the Primo situation. Uh, Derek Rudy, it's time for you all to brag about your show. Derek, why why should everybody be tuning in when, when Rudy's at your side? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, for me, Rudy, uh, the show is great. The actual show, I went on there, uh, I believe, the first time. It's been over a year ago. And yeah. I just, uh, I'm a guy that's kind of, I'm not very outgoing around people, but when I got there and met Rudy, I mean, the show is just live, as they say. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to lose no. <laughs> And you got good people on there, and they talk about a lot of different uh, events. It's not just one thing. Uh, they have fun on the show. Uh, got the Spurs, Cheese May. Um, so we got all yeah. kinds of different things. And for me, that's exciting. So they keep me uh, engaged and happy to be on the show and be a part of the show. Yeah. Rudy, you just sit around and let Derek do everything, right? I, I have the easy job. I just have <laughs> to uh, I have to basically tell everybody, you know what, y'all talk. I'm just here, you know, doing everything. But, you know, for Strip the League, it's every Monday. But I, I got to give a quick shout-out because I know we got to go here. I got to give a quick shout-out. Derek Gervin does a great show on Monday nights. It's on Facebook Live. It's a D. Gervin Big Mo show. Him and Paul McCaskey, former Milwaukee Bucks center, nice. Paul McCaskey, nice. they do a show every Monday night. Don't miss it. It's fantastic every single Monday night on Facebook. Thank Absolutely. You, Absolutely. And uh, you you mentioned, uh, Rudy, every Monday night. Is is there a certain time? Uh, you know, how do people tune in? Uh, yeah, for Sweep the League, it's released every Monday night. But for the uh, D. Gerber Big Mo Show, it's every Monday night, I believe, at 9. Uh, okay. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Cool, cool. Well, plenty of stuff to listen to over at Sweep the League and, of course, at Derek's uh, show uh, from NBA talk to Cowboys talk, uh, everything else in between, the Spurs cheese me, as Derek uh, mentioned, and much, much more. Sweep the League and Derek's show is definitely a great uh, a pair of shows to check out. Make sure to follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League and Derek Gervin on Instagram, simply at Derek Gervin. He makes it always easy for you to find him, everybody. Simple as that. 
And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, for your second listen today, check out Lockdown Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts, as well as Lockdown Spurs, uh, Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube page. Pick a platform, Lockdown Spurs is there. So for Rudy Campos and Derek Irvin of Sweep the League, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program